It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. I'm your host. Uh, with us today is uh, attorney Brittany Lastician. Uh, Sherry and Robert are here with us also. And uh, Marquardt Law Firm sponsors the show. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to remind everybody what the mission of Talk Law Radio is. It's to help you discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. The State Bar of Texas wants attorneys to inform the public about the law, but does not want us to give specific advice for individual issues. So if you have legal issues, you want to contact a competent legal professional for your specific situation. But before we get started, I'd like to begin with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day and for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us for our sins, our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing or failing to do your will. Please help Sherry Loftus, Robert Prada, Christiana, Brittany Lastician, and me to give good information to the listeners about self-defense and defense of property today. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So today we're talking about self-defense and home defense. And uh, if you have questions about that, please call us at 3, 210-308-8867. That's the number for the station. Uh, call us at 210-308-8867, and we can answer your questions about self-defense, home defense, and uh, protecting your assets. So I want to introduce everybody again to you. Uh, first, Sherry, will you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Um, yes, I'm a mom of six and wife of an, a retired Air Force physician, and I am um, with Damsel in Defense. So I've been with the company for about three and a half years, and our mission is to equip, empower, and educate women and children and nice men to defend themselves against a would-be attacker. Great. Now, what made you so passionate about this to get started in that? Uh, probably having four daughters. When I learned about the company, I had two in college and two in high school. Um, I also have twin boys. But my girls, I was just really kind of concerned about their safety, and it just made a lot of sense to get something that was non-lethal for them. Okay. Well, that would be important for <laughs> me, too. I have a daughter. In fact, I uh, a while back when you came to the office, uh, I bought this uh, device that makes a high-pitched sound, mm -hmm. and uh, she went to... Uh, Six Flags with some friends of hers for uh, a birthday party uh, 
the girl's parents were with them, but, you know, I wasn't going to be there, so I was worried what if she gets separated, if if she's going to go to the restroom. I wanted mm-hmm. her to have something, and so she wore it around her neck, and and I, that made me feel better. Absolutely. <laughs> a little personal alarm. Right. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about the company. The company was founded in 2011. It was actually two friends that started it, and um, they just saw a great need in the community when they were actually with a play group where they had young children, and they all just asked about, you know, who has something to protect themselves, and they didn't even think about it. It just wasn't something they thought about. So they decided to start this company. So, yeah, 2011, the company's um, just nine years old. So, um, yeah, it's a direct sales company. uses the model of a lot of direct sales companies out there. It's a party plan, and uh, but we're all about – you know, protecting women with uh, self-defense, non-lethal forms of self-defense tools. So, um, and I say women because we are, that is our primary um, market, but we actually have things for children and for men as well. So we want to make sure that everybody is protected. Um, and the company's just really grown a lot over the last few years and evolved in their, and just expanded their product line greatly. Um, it's just been very, very well received. You said uh, direct sales and mm-hmm. party, and that reminded mm-hmm. me that we're scheduling a party. We have a That's party right. planned. We do. Uh, when is that? It's February 19th at Total Wine. Pretty but neat. We, mm-hmm. We're asking people to RSVP. Is that to Christiana or to you or to who? I think it's to Christiana, isn't okay. it? Okay, good. So we give our office number for that? Okay. If you want to RSVP... And come to Total Wine and learn about self-defense. You can call 210-530-4278. Now I'd like to switch gears a bit just to get Robert to tell us a little bit about himself. So, Okay, my name is Robert Plata, uh, father of two young boys, seven and nine. And I have a 17-year-old stepson. I've been in the security and investigation industry for almost 30 years, as it turns out, which surprised me when I was thinking about it. (laughs) It's been a long time. Uh, I've been all over the world, done all different types of security. Uh, I currently work for ADT, and I sell home security systems to help protect people at home and and away from home as well. We have uh, so many different products now that we can... uh, um, and what See, made you passionate about protecting people? I I just think that it's a internal, it's an instinctive thing. I'm a protector naturally, and um, you're the sheepdog, right? That's what we say. <laughs> that's what we say in the industry. You have that sheepdog mentality, and uh, I, especially since I've had children, I had children later in life, and it made me even more protective and more aware of those concerns. Okay, so we have uh, Sherry who can answer questions about self-defense and tools for defending yourself, and we also have Robert who can answer questions about home defense. Um, Brittany, will you just introduce yourself? I'm sure everybody already knows you, but there might be somebody listening right now that doesn't. Well, it's their lucky day. So (laughs) (laughs) My name is Brittany Lastish, and I'm an attorney with Marquardt Law Firm. Um, and I'll share a little bit about my story later and how I can relate to all of this and how important it is. But I'm an attorney, and the primary focus for my practice area is estate planning and probate for right now. Great. 
And if you have questions about that, you can also call in at 210-308-8867. This is Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt, and we're live. Um, When I was preparing for this show, I wanted to be prepared to answer questions uh, from listeners who wanted to know what was legal to use as tools to defend yourself. Uh, Most people in San Antonio and Texas know that you can uh, carry a concealed handgun if you have a permit, Um, but what they might not be aware of is that you can also carry a knife, you can carry lots of different tools. Um, What's prohibited are clubs, nightsticks, blackjacks, which I learned was really just a type of club, um, mace, tomahawk if you didn't know if don't carry a tomahawk (laughs) right i mean and can i say something when you say mace okay they're referring to mace as that it's like a stick with a big ball with spikes on it that's a mace it's one of those medieval tools don't get it confused with pepper spray kind of right i'm glad you said that yeah because uh we don't think about whether it would be okay to carry medieval fighting tools (laughs) around on the street, but uh, you can't be too careful. Um, You also can't carry a machine gun or a zip gun or uh, improvised explosive devices, just FYI. (laughs) Uh, So this is Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt, and we're... Here to answer your questions about self-defense and home defense and uh, asset protection. So give us a call at 210-308-8867 and let us know, uh, do you think it's okay for people to carry these tools around? Uh, We'll get back to Sherry uh, after the break and she'll tell us about some of the things that she offers to help people Uh, protect themselves and, and defend themselves so stay tuned worried about what would happen if some violent encounter took you away from your loved ones Who will protect your loved ones from probate? Protect yourself and what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm and Damsel in Defense. RSVP today for our defensive measures for self-safety and asset protection seminar with Marquardt Law Firm and Damsel in Defense at 5 p.m. on February 19th, Total Wine and More off Loop 410 by North Star Mall. Seats are limited. Call 210-530-4278. That's 210-530-4278. If you are a veteran over 65 concerned about qualifying for veterans' benefits, do not apply until you learn about new regulations passed in 2018. Markworth Law Firm and Brookdale Nacogdoches is hosting a free aid and attendance seminar on February 27th, 9 a.m. at Jim's Restaurant at 7000 North Loop 1604 West in San Antonio. Find out how veterans and their living spouses can qualify for VA benefits to help afford living in a care facility. Register now by calling 210-530-4278, markworthlawfirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Uh, We're here talking about self-defense, home defense, and asset protection. And Sherry, 
tell us a little bit about the tools that you have to help protect ourselves. I would love to. Uh, My favorite product that we have is our little ringer stun gun. So I'm going to show this little stun gun. Look how small it is in in my hand. It has a bright flashlight. I'm just going to show people that. And what doesn't come across on the radio very well is how loud the stun device is. So this little red light here on it tells you that this is armed and ready to use. So you've got this nice bright flashlight in your hand. If you ever feel threatened, just say, hey. Back off, right? So it does. It's not just the noise. It does deliver an electric shock. Um, If an attacker did take this away from you, this wrist strap with a pin pops out and it disables it. So they can't use your weapon on you. And I think that's one of the best features of our stun guns. We have four different styles. This is my favorite, but all of them have that. They have a flashlight and they have the disable pin. And they are rechargeable with a little battery indicator light that tells you when it needs to be recharged. So this is really um, one of our cornerstone products. Um, One of our newest ones now is pepper spray. So we all know, everybody knows about pepper spray, but what people don't know about damsel in defenses is ours is an 18% concentration. It's the strongest you can get. Uh, Two million heat units is one of the hottest you can get. It'll spray up to 16 feet. So it's one of the more forceful that you can get. Um, It also has a UV dye. So when you spray this, it goes on orange it dries clear and stays on the skin for up to seven days. So the police can run a oh UV gosh. light and identify them. Wow. So huge features. Yeah. And the pepper sprays range in price from 12 to $19. Very affordable. Um, this particular one is our newest one. I'm super excited about this. This is pepper spray with GPS tracking. So this has a computer chip built into it that syncs with an app that we have called Shield Community. And if you actually have to deploy your pepper spray, you push down. It says a signal through the app. It notifies up to five people of your trusted contacts that you need help, and it drops a pin of your location. It will update that location every one to five minutes, depending on how you set it. Wow. So I just think this is genius. Our founder spent three years trying to bring this to fruition. And um, so it's it's not cheap. It's $89, but it's a one-time fee, and there's no renewal. There's no monthly service with it. It's just a one-time fee. The only thing you'd ever have to replace is the canister of pepper spray if it's used or after about three years they all come with an expiration date um and the replacement canisters are only seven dollars so it's a great investment so anybody who has a daughter off at college or somebody who's long distance that they're um worried about that's one thing you want to let them know and you can learn more about these and actually see them up close at the seminar that we're doing on the 19th oh yeah call (laughs) if you want to reserve your seat 210-530-4278 Hey, have you seen that episode of The Office when Dwight used pepper spray? Uh, people have told me about <laughs> it, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I'm, oh, I'm awesome. sure it was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And ours is really powerful. I mean, it's strong stuff. So um, I want to tell you another cool thing, too. This cute thing, it's called arm candy. It's Actually, these are trending on Instagram. I've seen these. It's, so it's a little like a bangle bracelet with um, this cute little fringe, but it holds your keys. We even have this RFID wallet, so you can keep your credit card safe from scanners that can steal your data. Data. You can have your um, credit card, your ID, put a little cash in the pocket. My mom would always call that mad money. Um, but it also has pepper spray. And we've got this cute blinged out pepper spray with a little black diamond encrusted. So, again, you've got all of your tools right here. So if you're carrying groceries, if you're from young moms who are pushing a stroller, pushing a shopping cart, you've got something right here on your arm, hands-free. This also comes with a pin for our stun gun. So I mentioned to you that we have the stun gun with a disabled pin. Well, there's one built right into here. So you have your stun device right here. But, again, I said if it takes a, it's taken away from you, it disables it. 
it, but you have your plan B. And you have plan C because you also have an alarm with a little flashlight. So we have all these great tools right here at your fingertips, readily accessible. And that's such an important thing is we don't want your self-defense tools in the bottom of your purse, under your wallet, your makeup bag, your keys, and all that other stuff. So this helps you keep everything right handy and safe. And it's not really big and bulky. I mean, that's something that you can... Right, you can carry make it around. as bulky no problem, as you want. I'm sure. <laughs> but it, you don't have to carry a purse, right? If you right. have all that stuff. And a lot of our millennials don't carry purses mm-hmm. now, you know, so this is pretty neat to have. And you don't want your tool to be used against you. I, I was reading a court case about a, a, a guy that got mad that his son was spanked by the, the stepdad. And uh. so he went to go confront this individual about spanking his son and he brought his 357 with him to for the confrontation wow well there was a fight and they fought over the gun and the gun went off and uh in 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 the fight um the other guy was shot and he was prosecuted and the court found that he couldn't claim justified self-defense mm-hmm. because he, they said he provoked the whole incident by mm-hmm. bringing the gun you know yeah. you you can only pull out your gun if the other guy already pulled out his mm-hmm. gun but with these things the non-lethal you don't have to worry about getting in trouble most of the time i would hope not i mean anybody i guess if you pepper sprayed someone you know they can claim you didn't need to but it's not i think and you're a lawyer so you can tell me you have to sue you have to have damages correct right so when you have something that's non-lethal mm-hmm. i mean the damage is just temporary it's right. going to it's going to sting it's going to burn but there's no harm there's no damage um in fact a good point i wanted to bring up about our stun guns because people worry about um will it stop the heart will it interfere with a pacemaker mm-hmm. and things like that and if you go shopping online for stun guns what you're going to find are things that say 99 million volts or 999 million volts um and that's just a bunch of garbage that is that's not meaningful at all what matters is amperage and if you talk to an electrician they'll verify that amperage is what's most important so ours are designed to be effective painful causes that significant jolt, but it won't stop the heart. It won't cause brain damage. It won't cause any kind of damage and it won't transfer. So if someone's on you and you zap them, you're not going to get yourself through it. And our company's done extensive testing, third-party testing on these to verify the accuracy of the amperage. If you're just joining us, you're tuning in to Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt, and you can call in with your questions or comments about self-defense and home defense by calling 210-308-8867. Let's turn now to, oh, is there a comment? Well, we also are taking comments. Oh, you can comment on Facebook, Facebook Live also. I'm, I'm learning technology, okay, <laughs> trying to figure this out. So, Robert, let's switch now to home defense. When is the best time to defend your home? Ideally, before somebody breaks into it. <laughs> yeah. You probably get a lot of calls from people that are worried now that they've had a, a burglary, they they want to get a home defense system. Yeah, we call them home security systems. Okay. Home defense would be a little bit more like a shotgun by the bed. <laughs> okay. And, in most interpretations. Yes. And unfortunately, that is the case. We get a lot of calls after the fact. Um They've already had damages. They've had losses, and I had happened to me last week. I went to a home. Um, 
The gentleman was a tra extremely traumatized. They stole a bunch of stuff, tried to get into his gun safe, just wrecked the opening system of the safe, didn't get in it, thankfully. But he had to have that system, and he had to have it that day as quickly as we could get it in. Unfortunately, we were able to accommodate him. Oh, good. Wow. What are the different parts of a home security system? So I like to set up my systems in, uh, in a three layers, basically starting at the exterior perimeter. If, uh, if it's in your budget for cameras, I recommend cameras. That would be your first layer of protection. Our cameras are motion sensitive and can send alerts to your cell phone. So you can turn and you can see what's actually going on, whether you're at home inside or away from your home. Um, they're fully automated. We store the data for about 6,000 clips up to 30 days, and then we start re-recording over the oldest clip so that we can keep that data for you if you ever actually need to use it as evidence. You can mm -hmm. download it. Um, the second layer would be your, 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 your main perimeter of your house, such as your doors and your windows. We have motion sensors as well for the interior, which is your final per, final layer of protection. Um, recommend to put uh, sensors on your first floor in particular, door, all your doors and all your windows. Our units will tell you um, if you set it up that way. It's, there's a lot of options, but you can set it up to tell you which door or which window is opening. Um, we have glass break sensors that will, uh, somebody has big panes of glass that don't necessarily open, but somebody breaks the glass, it'll go off, it'll set your alarm off and alert you. And again, I mentioned motion sensors already, so we have the type of sensors that will, they're pet friendly up to about 70 pounds, so you can have your dog at home, and they don't have to be crated or anything like that if you don't choose to do that, and they will um, alert you if somebody's moving around in the house. So that's the three layers. And when you're home, you can set your system, you can still arm your system, you just arm it stay, and it will turn off the motion detectors so you can walk around freely your home, but you can still be alerted if anybody comes, approaches from the outside through cameras, and the uh, uh, door and window sensors will still be active as well. Okay, that's great. Yeah, we want to protect our belongings too. Absolutely. Because those are assets that you had to work hard to acquire. And if you're tuning in just now, this is Talk Law Radio. We're talking about self-defense and home defense. And uh, if Rob you... Robert and Sherry, sorry, Todd. I, they're both open to taking questions, right? Yes. So we yes. can Absolutely. invite people to call yes. in if they do yes. have questions. Please yeah. do. Okay. And, and if they can't reach us during the show, how can they call them off the show? Oh, good, good point. Sherry, what's your number? Um, I'd like to give my website. So okay. it's, it's actually pretty re easy to remember because it's stunningmama.com, <laughs> and that's M-O-M-M-A. So stunning for stun guns. I'm a mama of six. So stunningmama.com. You can actually go onto my website, and you can contact me through there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so stunningmama.com. And, Robert, how should people contact you if, if they're interested in home security? I'm going to go all in. I'm going to give you out my personal cell phone number and offer a free in-home consultation. Um, my cell phone number is 210-438-8808. 210-438-8808. Robert, you were t telling me before the show that uh, you know that there's professionals and in industries that need self-defense tools. 
Will you, will you talk about that a little bit, people that you've worked with that need to protect themselves, like realtors? Oh, absolutely. Um, I couldn't uh, stress enough. There's a lot of uh, female realtors out there and males as well. Uh, I'm also a real estate agent. I do that part-time. But uh, you're alone very frequently with strangers, and it's always a vulnerable situation. I know there are some protocols in place, but these self-defense tools are invaluable. I tell everybody to carry something. And I would like to um, tell you that I actually do a lot of realtor presentations. Our company came up with a PowerPoint presentation called Safe Showings, and it's specifically for real estate agents. So it's something that really is um, so beneficial, and that's probably one of my biggest clients. So so we should have all the local realtors out to our seminar on the 19th. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and they absolutely. all need this GPS Enhanced. Yep. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And if they can come out on the 19th, it's Total Wine over by North Star Mall and mm-hmm. from 6 to 8. And they can check check out these tools, put their hands on them and try them themselves and have a little set, samples of wine. <laughs> After the break, we'll talk more about self-defense and home security. And uh, Sherry will do more demonstrations. She has lots of interesting products. Uh, this is Todd Marquardt with Talk Law Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back with Talk Law Radio. I'm your host, Todd Marquardt. We're learning about self-defense and home security. I wanted to ask Robert about deterrence. Yes, so obviously cameras on your perimeter would be a pretty good deterrent, but we also provide signage and uh, window and door decals with the company name on it, protected by ADT. Um, Obviously, if somebody's looking to break into a home, or assault an individual in that home, they're probably not going to want to go to the home with the security system built into it. Yeah, that makes sense. And Sherry, what do you think about deterrence? Well, I love the fact that our stun guns have that really sharp, crisp sound, so that's a great deterrent. Um, But one thing I wanted to address, you know, with Robert, he mentioned before that a lot of times people will contact him after they've had an incident. Mm -hmm. And so we'd really like people to think about when you get in your car, what's the first thing you do? You put on your seatbelt. Okay, is that because you think you're going to have a car accident that day? You don't know, but you might. Why do you have a spare tire in the trunk of your car? Are you expecting to get a flat? Not necessarily. We hope we don't, but it's there just in case. Why do you have a fire extinguisher in your house? Why do you have smoke alarms? Do you expect your house to catch on fire? Absolutely not, but we have those in place. So why would we not take that same um, sense of caution and prevention for ourselves? Yeah, and there's been so many um, things in the news story recently in in North Texas where there was a shooter at a church. Well, not everybody's going to want to bring their gun to church. Right. And if you have something like this, you might be able to use that to um, stop somebody from coming after you. 
It's always a possibility. I mean, I think a, a gun obviously out uh, <laughs> outranks a pepper spray and a stun gun. But you know something? If you can kind of go behind them, if, I mean, when you're in a big crowd, you know, there's people right. all around you. So someone behind him could zap him and that just gun goes flying. Right. doesn't mean it wouldn't go off. But Or, um, or if you spray pepper in his face, mm-hmm. he, if you can't see, you can't see what you're shooting at. Mm-hmm. What sure. else have you brought? to show well, us today. all kinds of neat things. So we're all about safety from a very global perspective, and I also want to bring you one of our um, car safety tools. So, you know, when people are traveling in their car, you never know when you're going to have um, a breakdown. And I love this tool. It's our road trip flashlight, and it's a multi-purpose tool. It actually has a nice bright light. It also has a, a strobe light. So if you need to divert cars away from you, or you can you do that. Or if you just want a party. Yeah, <laughs> do your carpool karaoke, right? Uh, it also has magnets um, built into it. So if you needed, if you had car trouble at night, let's say your car went into a Ditch, you could mount this on the top of your car and it has these red emergency lights. I don't know how well you can cool. see them, but they do show up really well at night. Mm-hmm. It also has um, a seat belt cutter right here. And it's, it's just a little razor blade cut in there. And then this is a spring-loaded window breaker. So you just tap this against one corner of your window, and it's a punch tool. It'll just shatter out your window. Um, about 400 cars go underwater every year. Thousands more catch fire. And if your car goes underwater, you've got to think about it. If you, it goes in... Uh, hood first, that's going to flood out your battery. So your power windows aren't going to work. So having something that can break out your window, extract your seatbelt. I also think of moms with kids in those car seats. Those five-point restraints are just so cumbersome, even when you're not in, an, uh, you know, in a panic. Right. So when you panic, you lose that dexterity. You lose that fine motor. Mm-hmm. So you could be fumbling with all those buckles. Well, I just say take this, grip it, and rip it. <laughs> and uh, that way you can just get, you know, get everybody out. So this is one of our really favorite products. Oh, the other, the other thing to keep in mind it's rechargeable it has a little power cord that comes with it and it has a usb port right here this will be a power bank that can charge your cell phone so again if you run out of power and you need to call 911 you can charge up your phone with this so 35 dollars. it's just something that should be in every wow. single car and i absolutely that love that batteries it's rechargeable it's okay. got a rechargeable battery in it and it comes with a charging cable and you can just charge it up in the usb port of your car oh, these cars great. have that it never has mm-hmm. to leave the car no now <laughs> this the most important thing about this is not putting it in your glove compartment because if your seatbelt locks up, you wouldn't be able to reach it. So if you have mm-hmm. a console next to it or that little pocket um, on the door right by you, so great you have point. it readily accessible. Good point. That's that, a great tool. That reminds me something I wanted to ask you, Robert, about uh, new technology. Uh, do I have to have a landline in order for my home security system to call the, the dispatch? Absolutely not. Um, landlines are becoming more and more redundant. Uh, we've been able to keep up with that technology, and our panels, our newer panels now, they work from through cellular technology. So we use a couple of the major carriers that uh, whichever one has the best signal for your location, our tech will determine that, and they'll put that chip right up in that panel. And uh, gone are the days where you need a large box in your closet and a bunch mm-hmm. of wires everywhere. All our tech is now wireless. We use lithium-ion batteries good for about seven years. They say seven to ten. Our communications are two-way now, so we'll not only tell you when your batteries are low in any of your peripherals, we'll, it will tell us, and we'll be able to call and make oh, arrangements. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And um, on top of all the security, um, we now also do the full range of home automation. We have the video doorbells, thermostat controls, uh, door locks. We can You can remotely lock and unlock your doors from your cell phone. Everything's controllable remotely now. And does can you use uh, Alexa or uh, Google Dot with that type of system? Absolutely, one hundred percent. 
You don't even have to use your phone. You can just talk to it. It will ask you for a code, though. And once you know your, once you program your code to it, so it knows it's you. That's really convenient. Oh yeah, we have a similar type of system, and we're able to use it to unlock the door if we need to for a family member stopping by unexpectedly or something, even when we're not home. So it has all kinds of great features. That's great. We also have garage door openers, so if that Amazon package guy actually does ring your doorbell to tell you he's there, <laughs> you can ask him through your doorbell. Could you please put that in the garage? I'm going to open it for you. you and mine don't stick desk. around long That's enough amazing. for that. Not That's anymore. <laughs> they used to. It's they like, drop it and run. Yeah, it's like a ding-dong mm-hmm. ditch almost. Right. <laughs> we're here, we're gone. Yeah, but uh, if you could do that, then you could protect your package from porch pirates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can probably set up different um, administrative levels for like a family member or something to be able to have certain access. You absolutely can. Yeah. Everybody has their own code. Um and you can have the uh, the panel itself set so that it'll take a picture of mm. the person entering the code. So perhaps your kids gave out the code to their right. friend one day and they're not supposed to. Um, that would be useful information to know. That only gets sure. stored on the panel. It doesn't mm-hmm. get uploaded to us. I'm not even that old, but I feel old because I don't have any of this technology. <laughs> I use a, a key. <laughs> Give me a call after the show. (laughs) So Rob will be there next week. (laughs) So if you're just joining us, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. If you have a comment or question about self-defense or home security, call 210-308-8867. We're live. And uh, we're finding out all the useful tools uh, to protect yourself. Uh, security tools and I can also tell you some things um, that are recently um, legalized in Texas in the past uh, you couldn't have uh, a switchblade but now you can Uh, you couldn't carry brass knuckles uh, but now you can in fact uh, one of the first uh, criminal defense cases that I did when I was a, a new attorney was a brass knuckles case. Oh, really? Um, This young man got pulled over. They searched his car, and they found brass knuckles in his center console. And I said, uh, well, why did they stop you? It didn't sound to me like they had a reason to stop him, and so I wanted to take this all the way to the Supreme Court. (laughs) And he said... I just want to get back to work. <laughs> so um, we we just settled. We did a plea bargain. Um, now a lot of the Texas law is based on uh, places that you're prohibited from bringing uh, these weapons, and that would be churches, bars, amusement parks, jails, polling places, uh all the places where you would want to go hang out, you can't bring uh, weapons. Sounds but, like some of the places you might really need it from <laughs> right, at some right, point. Right. Uh, but you probably could get away with a flashlight uh, or uh, a camera that also doubles as a stun gun, right? Well, I don't really want to um, <laughs> encourage that. <laughs> but I just know that without the disabled pin. Oh, we have a caller. It is. Oh. Okay. Um, Mark, can we answer this call? Hello. 
Hello, it's uh, Todd Marquardt with Talk Law Radio. You're live on the air. What's your question? Hi, hi, Todd. My name is Rob, and um, I have a goddaughter who's 22 years old, and she's about to go into the mission field. Actually, she's going back into the mission field, um, and she is um, going to Kurdistan to be a missionary among the uh, refugee camps over there. Wow, that's awesome. And yeah, so, um, but she's 22 years old and blonde, and, you know, um, I, I, I worry about her being a target. And my question is about um, what would be the best device with, you know, kind of portability overseas that, um, you know, how, it, how would it make it through airport security, that sort of thing. Can we answer your question after we take a short break? Will you remain sure. on the line? Okay, we'll come I, back. I, 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 I'd rather just I'd rather just uh, take your answer off. Uh, okay. Off over well, the, over thank the you so much for your question. Uh, we will answer that after this break. Uh, Sherry, uh, she can answer this question. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes on the air. Talk Law Radio with your host Todd Marquardt. if some violent encounter took you away from your loved ones? Who will protect your loved ones from probate? Protect yourself and what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm and Damsel in Defense. RSVP today for a defensive measures for self-safety and asset protection seminar with Marquardt Law Firm and Damsel in Defense at 5 p.m. on February 19th, Total Wine and More off Loop 410 by North Star Mall. Seats are limited. Call 210-530-4278. That's 210-530-4278. If you are a veteran over 65 concerned about qualifying for veterans' benefits, do not apply until you learn about new regulations passed in 2018. Markworth Law Firm and Brookdale Nacogdoches is hosting a free aid and attendance seminar on February 27th, 9 a.m. at Jim's Restaurant at 7000 North Loop 1604 West in San Antonio. Find out how veterans and their living spouses can qualify for VA benefits to help afford living in a care facility. Register now by calling 210-530-4278, markworthlawfirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. We're live, and we had a, a question before the break, a question about uh, portability of self-defense items overseas. Sherry, how would you answer that? Yeah, so the most important thing is to know the laws of the nation that you're going to because you just don't want to be caught with a weapon that's against the law and get thrown into one of their jails. It's mm-hmm. it, that is the last thing you want. Um, as far as transporting in airports, we cannot carry um, any kind of weapons, obviously, in your carry-on luggage. But the stun guns and pepper spray can go in your checked baggage. Um, things like our tactical pens, those are, are pretty um, you know, easy to get into security because it just really is a pen. But it has a flashlight and a strobe light and just a way to, you know, it's got a little def- defense tool on the end. Um, 
So I would be a little bit concerned about, like I said, carrying a weapon in a country that bans them. But you need to have – we do have things like the alarms. We ha- Now, even that, G- that um, pepper spray with the GPS tracking, we have um, inert sprays that you could actually replace that with. So if you didn't actually want the actual pepper spray, but you want the signaling device and the way to send help, we can actually replace that out. But that would have to be done through me. They don't come sold that way. It would be very difficult for you to know the laws of every nation all I over know. the world. Mm-hmm. But the company, Damsel in Defense, mm-hmm. uh, they, they probably do some of this research nationwide in the U.S., to in, find out what what's allowed in every state, right? Sure, yes. And there are some state restrictions, and we have a little graphic on that. If anybody wants it, um, I'd be happy to, to get that for them. Um, most states will allow our pepper spray. Almost all of them apply, allow the pepper sprays. Just a few don't. It's because of the concentration. Ours are so powerful that some states max out at 10%, and ours are 18%. Um, most states do allow stun guns. There are a few that don't. And we're actually, our founder is work, really working with the legislature of those states to try to um, get that information and disseminate and get those laws changed because they are defense tools. They're not attack tools. Um, so, again, if you come to our little seminar on the 19th, you'll get all kinds of great information, total wine, on February 19th, 6 to 8 p.m., and we can um, answer a lot of your questions there as well. Will you uh, contact your your parent company and ask them about Kurdistan and just see if they – well, the thing is, there's laws change all the time. So yeah. I don't really feel like we can keep up with every okay. laws. Um, I mean, every country's laws. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is our last segment of the show. And I wanted to get into uh, Brittany's situation and how she thinks that people can protect their assets. So we talked about how you protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Self is a pretty big asset, right? Yes. <laughs> and we talked yep. about how to secure your your home and your possessions, things that you've worked hard for. Uh, what what's a asset protection tool that you like to talk about? Well, of course, um, good thorough estate plan. Um, when my grandmother passed away, I was in my last year of law school, and she had a will in place, you know, uh, but she had also been talking about some things that she wanted, how she wanted everything to kind of play out after she were to pass away. Um, and so unfortunately what we found was that the will that she left behind, it just didn't quite match up with what she had been saying she wanted for years. So that led to a big dispute, right? It's already an emotional situation. We've lost a beloved family member and now we have a dispute regarding how to best honor her and really honor her wishes. Um, because, I don't know if it, any of you, you know, Robert or Sherry, have been through, hopefully not, an unfortunate um, estate administration or probate after we lose someone. But what the will says really has to go if we're going to report or if we're going to provide that will to court in order to open a probate. So anyways, the will said something different than what she had been verbalizing for years. And um, unfortunately, I mean, that's just kind of the way it had to go based on the laws. Um, so one of the best things that people can do is have an estate plan and not just any estate plan. It has to be one that is thorough and is reviewed by an attorney who practices estate planning on a regular basis because there are so many pitfalls, so many little factors. You know, when people come in and they meet with me, I'm sure you do this too, Todd, you let them know, hey, we're going to be talking about a lot and a lot of things you probably weren't planning on discussing because there's so many factors that could really affect positively or negatively how someone's plan plays out when something happens and when the family really needs it. So, for example, we need to know things like, do we have disabled 
individuals in the family? Do we have people with substance abuse issues? Because even if those factors are present, they can easily be planned around. So I think what happened in our family situation was that um, I don't know the attorney that my granny went to for her will, but my guess would be that estate planning was not her primary area of practice because it looked like a pretty template will. And it had some what's pretty industry standard at this point. Um, provisions that were just completely lacking. And I think had those been in there, we could have had a completely different situation. Mm -hmm. So just make sure, everybody needs to make sure that they're working with a competent estate planning attorney. And so ask them, you know, what percentage of your practice revolves around estate planning? You know, do you do 10% of your practice as wills or is it 50%? You want to aim for that 50%, I would say. Do you agree? I I agree. And a simple will. Pe- people <laughs> always say, I want something simple. Keep it simple. I want to have a simple will. But a simple will doesn't address things. Right. And if it's left out, then that's going to be something they argue about. Sure. Yeah, there's so much misconception out there um, about wills, and we hear it all the time. You know, everybody does call in wanting that simple will. Well, wills can be just as complex, if not more so, than trust, and the same thing is true, but opposite, right? For trust, people automatically assume, oh, that's complicated and um, not something we need, but I think either of those documents can be as complex or as simple as the person's scenario. And they just want to understand it. Yep. So you and I talk about it in a way that's easy to understand. Mm-hmm. We're not going to use complicated legal terms. Right. We're going to help you understand it. Even if it addresses a lot of things, Mm -hmm. a lot of family members, a lot of family issues, uh, you're still going to understand it even if it is technically complex. Oh, yeah. One of the main goals when I sit down with people, and I think yours too, is to really make it – I mean, I talk about piggy banks. That's what I use (laughs) as an example. (laughs) Right. Um, But it's an effective analogy to use, and people can understand that. So that's always the goal. We talk about uh, legacy in our – office a lot and uh, because it's part of inheritance and what happens after you pass away so i like to ask our guests about legacy too and i'll I'll ask robert to go first Um, robert is there a legacy that you would like to leave or a legacy that you've learned from well uh, of course i'd like to leave a legacy of some sort for my children and that would include my estate planning um, and having the correct insurances and things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing I really like about working for ADT is it's brought me into a family that is a legacy. Uh, ADT's been around for 140 years. They started protecting barns against fires through the telegraph system. Wow. And mm-hmm. moved into doing security after that. And what we, we try to do when we sell a, a home security system or, a, or even a home health system, um, is encourage the individual that we've sold it to to leave it in the home. We encourage them by giving them credit to so that when they move, they get a lot of credits to put a new system in, in their new home, mm-hmm. which means that the person moving into their previous home already has ADT security system in place. And all they have to do is call us and activate it, and there's another family that we're able to protect. And that's going to go along. go on a lot longer than I'm going to be around, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, has a ripple effect. Yeah, I've Mm -hmm. seen some systems out there that are older than I am. Wow. 
Sherry, how about you? Is there a legacy you'd like to leave or one that you learned from? Sure. When I think of leaving a legacy, I think of what impact, what impact you have. And a lot of us damsel pros relate to this great story. It's the starfish story. And if you've never heard it, I'll show a version or I'll tell you a version of it. And it goes somewhat like this. Um, A little boy was walking along the beach and saw all these starfish along the shore. And he was picking them up and throwing them into the ocean. And this man came by and he said, what are you doing there, son? And he said, oh, all these starfish are on here. The the tide's about to go out and they're all going to die. And the man says, but look along the shore. There's thousands of starfish. What difference can you possibly make? And he picked up a starfish and he threw it in the water and he said, it made a difference to that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we think about celebrities and all these people who are, you know who have impact on thousands and thousands of people. And you know that's not going to ever happen to me. But if I can make a difference to the one And if there's one person that's saved, if there's one person that's protected, if we can prevent one attack, I mean, it's just worth everything that we do. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. (laughs) I I always tell the story about uh, the baseball cards that I'm going to leave to my middle son um, because he's a baseball fan and a baseball player. Uh, That's the family heirloom that that I think he will enjoy. Uh, That and my dear heads. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody else in my family wants them. Uh, so he'll, he'll have a wonderful room of deer trophies. And uh, for my daughter, it's it's my books. Uh, she uh, uh, loves to read and loves books. Uh, Brittany, how about you? What's a, a legacy that you'd like to leave or that you learned from? So I've been trying to get rid of the tangible items in our house. So it's not tangible things for right now. (laughs) Um, But it is just about kind of similar to Sherry and Todd and Rob, what you've said, we want to leave something behind that has affected, you know, the ripple effects have gone beyond to really help as many people as possible. So my hope and prayer with every estate plan that I help a family put in place is that this is going to keep them out of court and out of conflict so they can stay out of a situation like my family went through. Um, But that's always the goal more personally for, you know, my, my family and my son, um, just be confident in who you are, ask questions, and always be willing to help people. You know, so just kind of instilling those values in him or what's important. My youngest, my daughter, is uh, going to turn 13, and I was uh, asking her the other day, what breaks your heart? Mm. She said, what? <laughs> so I'm trying to get her to think about what she wants to be when she grows up. Um, but helping people, mm-hmm. that's part of our, our family heritage. I just wanted to remind everybody about our seminar. When is it, Sherry? It's, the, <laughs> it's February 19th um, at Total Wine over on off of Loop uh, 1604. I mean, sorry, off of Loop 410 near North Star Mall. It's on the other side of the highway, Loop uh, 410. Mm-hmm. And it's Total mm-hmm. Wine from 6 to 8. And they actually do a little wine sampling. So we'll get to sample a little wine, but we'll be able to talk about you know safety and from a, th- a lot of different aspects. And if I could just say one thing, too, for parents who have children, we have a Safe Hearts program um, that's a great way for parents to teach their children about the dangers of predators in a safe and (laughs) non-threatening way through storybooks and a family board game. You can actually go to safehearts.com and learn a little bit about that from Damsel in Defense. Thank you for saying that. That's awesome. Um, This is Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. You've been learning about uh, personal defense and home security. And next week, we're going to be talking about NASCAR. 
Uh, I haven't figured out how it relates to the law yet, but we're going to talk about it anyway because the NASCAR season is starting, and I'm going to be learning a lot about it. We're going to have a couple of super fans, and even an individual that worked in the pit crew of a NASCAR team. So come back next week. Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt.